Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. We're coming to you live from Cole Creative in downtown Wilkes-Barre. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. And I am Brittany Boot, and I'm the owner of Boot Photography Studio. And our co-host Johnny couldn't be here tonight, uh, but we do have uh, Wilkes-Barre rock band Vine Street, who you just heard. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, hello. hey guys. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, their uh, original songs, uh, the, uh, their place in the local music scene, the new uh, Sunset Sessions open mic uh, that they're hosting at uh, Kirby Park in Wilkes-Barre this Sunday, uh, July 16th, uh, the importance of uh, open mics to local musicians and much more. So uh, stay tuned uh, for the next hour, and if you have any questions and comments, please leave them at the, uh, in the section down below this video and uh, we'll get to those and we'll address them and everything in a little bit. Uh, so before we get to the interview, uh, we have some beer to drink. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. So this is, uh, this is from Beer Boys in Wilkes-Barre. Uh, they're our newest sponsor on the show. Uh, they have a whopping 72 beers on tap, uh, including 30 from Pennsylvania breweries. Uh, these these guys are uh, committed to craft, so each week we're providing uh, they're providing us with these massive crawlers, uh, which are kind of like growlers. Uh, somebody thought that was a typo when I had said crawlers. Now it is an actual uh, it is like a growler, but it'll last a little bit longer because it's in this giant can. <laughs> and uh, the uh, this week uh, they're filled with uh, chocolate lobster, uh, which is uh, by Dogfish Head Brewery in Delaware. Uh, it's a porter <laughs> that was actually brewed with live lobster, uh, dark cocoa powder, and like basil tea. Yeah, they, they, throw, they, they boil them right before, I guess, and then put them into the batch with everything else. So, yeah, I mean, in, in, if you've ever been to Delaware, uh, I, I went to the brewery once, and everything down there is like fish and lobster yeah. and all that kind of stuff. This is right by the ocean, so... Um, this is going to be interesting uh, because I absolutely hate seafood <laughs> with a passion, but uh, I am willing to try this. I think it's going to be, I think it actually be pretty good because I like porters, I like darker beers. So hopefully that stuff kind of overpowers the, uh, the seafood part of it. Some, you guys wanted some beer? Yeah, yeah if you sure, guys want yeah. some. Uh, you pass those, I'll, pass, I'll pour these. Okay. Any you want to chop with lots? Yeah, by all means. <laughs> it smells like chocolate. <laughs> Tastes like lobster. <laughs> <laughs> There's your ad. So, uh. <laughs> smells like chocolate. Tastes, Tastes like, like lobster. <laughs> it, it is not false advertising. Did you try it? Are you free? I, I will try it. I'm waiting for the head to go down a little bit. Pretty good. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. Like, it, I didn't Doesn't expect it. Like it's pretty good. I didn't expect that either. It's, it's, it's like totally a coffee of sorts, almost. Yeah, it's supposed to have kind of like a, a robust sort of, you know, darker flavor to it, so. I dig it. Hmm. Yeah, it is actually surprisingly really good. <laughs> it's kind of, and it's got that, that bittersweet chocolate yeah. taste to it. It's smooth. Yeah, it's real it smooth. smooth. And it's a, it's a 5.6, and you can't really taste any of the alcohol yeah, right. in it, so uh, pretty decent. So there, there's your completely <laughs> unbiased uh, review Thanks, Beer Boys. of Chocolate Lobster. So yes, thank you to Beer Boys. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. 
Uh, we also want to give a shout out to uh, our other sponsors, uh, The Keys in downtown Scranton. Uh, I was just there uh, last weekend. Uh, I had a blast, really good time, uh, seeing some great bands. This Thursday is their weekly open mic. Uh, Friday, we have uh, Old Charades, Estacoda, uh, Willingboro, and uh, Doug Griffins. Uh, and then on Saturday, uh, local punk band uh, The Disorders are playing. And uh, the Kirby Center is also a sponsor on our site. Uh, they have Billy Strings and uh, Trout Steak Revival uh, coming up on July 13th, uh, Robbie Folks on July 14th, and Daughtry on July 15th. So they're going to have uh, a busy week coming up. All right, now let's get to uh, the subject at hand. Uh, so uh, you guys originated in Hanover Township in 2012, is that right? Yep. Two thousand twelve. <laughs> yep. So uh, tell us a little bit about your, maybe your musical backgrounds before that, and uh, how you ended up uh, coming together to, to uh, join this band. So uh, I I played music since I was like thirteen, and uh, I don't know. I I uh, came back from school, and I really wanted to start a band, but didn't really know who to start it with. And these guys were hanging out with me, and we'd go out. <laughs> I guess I'll tell the story again, but we would tell, we would tell chicks. This is the one you tell a lot? Yeah, we would tell uh, chicks we were in a band just to get them to talk to us. So then once they started. So they like had to have a band. Yeah. yeah. They wanted to come see us, so uh, we had to start a band. So then it was me, Drev, and Guizo for about three of the five years. And then Matt came along while we, he was sound checking his drums. And show, yeah. he just stayed up on stage with us, and then ever since then he's played play drums with us. So. <laughs> did all of you go to Hanover? No. I did. I, I know did you. Well. I thought you two yeah. did. I didn't know yeah. if you two did. Yeah, we no. Holden. Okay. I went to O'Reilly. Okay. But yeah, then uh, we've just been playing ever since. I mean, we were doing open mics for a while, and then John Shimo and Mother Nature's Sons kind of let us open up for them at Jazz Cafe. And then from there, it kind of just spiraled. We were getting more material and playing longer shows, and now we do kind of openings for certain bands like Doug, Dustin Douglas and Half Dollar we open for. Um, but yeah, we, we get shows around the area. Bones we play a lot. Um, I mean, we played at the Jazz Cafe a few times, but uh, yeah, four or five hour long shows, they're, they're fun. Um, but. We'd like to get a little shorter shows opening and maybe yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some mixes with some bands. So that kind of led into like this open mic kind of, of sorts because we were playing outside for benefit and we always talk about playing outside in the summer and how much fun that is. Um, and it's a great opportunity to meet other bands when it's like open mic. We go to Tony's Wine Cellar. I know Brittany used to work there, but. Um, it was just cool to like kind of interact with other musicians and get their take on our music and them listening to us and us listening to them, kind of share different interests of what we liked and didn't like. Um, and then it helped us get people to come to our shows and us them. So uh, yeah, that's basically the open mic is just kind of like, let's all just get together. There's so many musicians in the area and there's so much talent, so why not? all come together and spread that and join um you know like if jordan ramirez is a good friend of ours too so he's in half dollar and he does his own experiments so if we could mix that up and and get different genres of music together and create new music i think that's a really 
awesome thing. And I hope with that open mic on Sunday, it's Kirk Park. Everybody could come, you know, to be 21. And uh, I don't know, it's, I'm just hoping it's fun. I mean, I'm going to have fun. That's how a lot of bands are formed, are from open mics and people yeah. meeting each other and kind of like getting in each other's little circles and like playing together and jamming together. And I mean, that's like pretty much the atmosphere that you really need to like be able to progress when it comes to wanting to play music in the area and wanting to play music with different people. Yeah, and they like feed off each other. Like if yeah. I see a band that I really like, that amps me up. That I was like, all right, I want to go up and play. <laughs> I mean, I do headstands. I I jump on things I shouldn't. But <laughs> me too. I just. But that's know, like after like a couple of those. Yeah. <laughs> a couple chocolate lobsters. Yeah. yeah. Forget about it. It's getting crazy. So. <laughs> but in on this podcast. Yeah, I have a tendency way. to do handstands. Actually, I've left <laughs> bars on my hands before. <laughs> so, and that's sure. true. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I learned from hosting open mics and stuff over the last mm -hmm. couple of years was just how important they are to musicians. I don't think people realize yeah. that it is an essential part of not only, you know, uh, honing your craft and everything, but networking and stuff and getting together with other bands and stuff. So how have they maybe influenced uh, what you guys do? It's, it's definitely open. Like, the more we put ourselves out there, the more doors it's open, the more... We've met so many cool people in the music scene around here, and it just seems like, like I said, when we put ourselves out there, it's also different. Yeah, I think that's bit. how I met you guys initially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I just think it's a great way. Like a kid in his room writes an original song, but he can't go out and play a show. But he could come to an open mic and he could play that song and feel good about it and get feedback. And then that might encourage him to go write another song. And, and Build your confidence. Yeah. And then as, as the more you do it, the more songs you have, the more people you meet. And all of a sudden, the kid that was sitting in his room with a notepad and a guitar. Has a whole band. Yeah, has yeah. a whole band. And a lot of friends and <clears throat> good feedback that they could be more confident that, all right, well, my stuff people like or my stuff, this is what I got to fix because nobody's really digging this. So. But, I mean, it's just all a form like expressing yourself and being able to be, I feel like an open mic is like the perfect room. Like, people that are going to open mics, they're not there to like judge you. I think they're there yeah. to embrace that. So, I hope with Kirby Park, like, just, just that happens, I mean. And it being not 21 of age, like, you don't have to be able to drink to come into it. You could be 16, 15, high school, you can come up and play a song and feel good about it, your friends could come, and I mean, it's summer, everybody wants to be outside, so I just think playing when the sunset's going, I think it's mm -hmm. gonna be a lot of fun, so. Is, that, is, it, uh, is it a little bit different uh, as, uh, as a musician to play stuff outside? Is it, is it a diff different way you approach uh, shows like that? I mean, we did one, and it was awesome. I remember looking up and like looking at the, the water and just being like, it's not a typical Sunday. I mean, yeah. we're playing our tunes, <laughs> and it's uh, it's hot. I mean, and like we watch documentaries, like we feed off YouTube videos. We go in the YouTube hole, so and to watch all these like, and I grew up going to Warp Tour and all these different things outside. So to have that, I mean, most big ven venues that you go to. People are playing outside. So that you go to Dave Matthews. It's not a bar. It's different. Yeah, it's a whole different yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. Right. It's just open and free, and like birds are flying around. It's just a good time. <laughs> like as so. much fun as it is, I'm sure to play at Bones. 
it's like a way different vibe yeah. to play oh, like totally. at the park yeah. you know like bones is kind of like all right we're gonna get nuts and yeah. like <laughs> smell like smoke but like have like a super yeah. awesome rock and roll time the, the park is like oh this is like relaxing and like we're all like enjoying ourselves yeah, it's very it's like nice. family friendly atmosphere yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like a whole different yeah there's just something about people yeah. laying a blanket out and sitting on a yeah. watching it versus so drunk people hitting sean in the face with microphones yeah, yeah. yeah that, that did happen one show <laughs> yeah. but I think it's cool too from six to nine. I know it's been mentioned a couple times on this podcast about the start time of shows and open mics. Sure. And yeah. From six to nine. I know, like, when we first started out, it was like um, to play. There was like, we found open mics on like Tuesdays from like yeah. 10 to 1. Yeah. Right. And it's like, we got work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and they usually didn't like start till like 10 30, 11 o'clock. Um, so. I think this would be this is cool for anyone to it's just yeah, like it's a, a short it's a nice Sunday little. evening yeah 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 so it's not gonna it's a nice like cap on the weekend for you right it's not gonna affect that. your day the next yeah. day it's not like you have to like stay out till 2 a.m. Well, just to decision. like catch up well it is your decision <laughs> but like it's not gonna like defend it's not gonna like define the next day of your life whether it's like yeah. you know I'm gonna go to the open mic and get like nuts and yeah. like not be able to go to work tomorrow like that's not gonna happen as, as long as you're crazy. you're not still high from campus unless you're me yeah. Yeah. we get the genre of Camp Bisco people coming down like, <laughs> yeah they're all stumbling off the mountain like, yeah. trying to find their way oh have what's ever, this have you ever been like in an environment where everyone's just like chill and like but then there's like one person that's like didn't get the memo that's right. like that's not this kind of party. Yeah. This isn't this isn't right. It shouldn't be. Yeah, they were like free gaming. Right. Yeah, there's pretty much one at every one of those types yeah. of things. Yeah. Not not much you can do about that. Can't get enough of the chocolate lobsters. That's pretty Beer good. Beer boys, thank you. I know, that's what I was gonna go. Thank you very much. Beer boys, yeah. chocolate lobster on draft. Nine Street no, sponsor. Growler, growler. I think they call them crowlers because growlers. they're in cans and growlers are in. Glass, right, right, exactly. The same, they're they're combining the, the two, <laughs> the two terms. Like Lazy. We cracked the code. That's cool that they have their own little stickers that they like. I guess they're stickers. Yeah, so yeah, they, they go across get there. Get them canned like that. They taste good. They do taste they good. They not ball. I thought they said Bosco. <laughs> so, uh, so how did you decide on the name Vine Streets? Is it a local Vine Street, or is that just a, a general? Um, it's where we are. <laughs> yeah, we were at open mic, and and we needed a name to sign up on the sign-up sheet. Mm. And we practice at Guizzo, so <laughs> he lives on Vine we Street. On, so I think we were we were Flow State before Vine Street, and uh, that just didn't go too well. It just sounded weird. Flow State? Yeah, like... It's like, yeah, like we're in like flow state. Yeah, flow state. Like the state of flow. Yeah. Yes. That three drummers ago. And then I don't remember what we called ourselves the first time, uh, but Vine Street kind of just stuck. I feel like you guys signed up at the Jazz, like you did Vine Street. It was under Vine Street. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've had it for a while. It seems to be going all right. I mean, people are making T-shirts. Yeah. Where'd you find that? Uh, Colorado, actually. Cool. So if you guys want a Vine Street T-shirt, support the band. Go, go to, to Colorado. So you have to eat at that restaurant. Like brewery and support them. Yeah. <laughs> they should cut you in on the profit. They should. Yeah. They should. So now uh, musicians don't usually like to put labels on things, but saying saying a rock band, it's like, well, okay, what kind of rock? So what? What? How would you define yourselves, or how do you describe your music to people who haven't heard you before? Um, 
<laughs> we kind of go back and forth with this. Uh, what was, what was it? Oh, eclectic. eclectic. We were told we were, we were eclectic at one point. <laughs> yeah, we normally go by what people tell us. Um, <laughs> it's much easier. It, I, yeah. I feel like it's kind of like telling people who you voted for in a sense. It's like you yeah. don't want to really put something put your, on it. People will take your word for yeah. it. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're kind of stuck in that mindset then. That's, yeah. That's yeah. What they're kind it's of like you're predetermining them right. to like see you guys. Where if they just listen to us and then they could be like, oh, well, they remind me of this band that I like, or this band I like, or this band I don't like. You kind like. of have like a country vibe to me, a little bit sometimes. <laughs> me? Yeah. Never got that, so. Really? <laughs> Do you feel I that? I get that sometimes, because I, yeah, I went to West Virginia, and for some reason I just, I don't know if I picked up some kind of <laughs> something <laughs> country. Something but, but even like, like, even when you're singing, like. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like a southern, um, not like it's like you have a southern accent, but there's definitely like a southern feel to it. Yeah, I guess, maybe, I don't know. I like, I don't know if I like turn into somebody else when I like play, <laughs> or if that's just me when I just, I don't know. But <laughs> Something comes I have you. I have heard that before, so I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, but I'm alright with it. Like if you wore a cowboy hat, I don't know if people would be like, that's weird. <laughs> I've actually never, I've you never know, been like, to a country <laughs> concert. I don't even know if we play many country songs. We play like a lot of songs from the band, mm. so they definitely have like every, like a lot of like American rock and roll does have some like country yeah. in it, you know, and there's so many different like tiers to that, you know. Well, I mean, they, they essentially both kind of come out of the blues and things yeah. like that too. So I mean, the influences are similar. If you go all the way, you know, trace it back to right. the, the it's base like, of it. There's like if this is country and this is black and this is <coughs> rock and roll and this is white. There's all this gray in between. Right. That was a really long way to explain. <laughs> like that is a gray area where country. Yeah, does that make sense? It totally works. <laughs> Just so you get it at home, like like telling everybody, like uh, like acting like they don't know what I'm talking about at all. <laughs> but what's in that gray section? Let me section? explain this, like very detailed Let's for get you. Let's a whiteboard here. Let's get in depth. Yeah. Gray rock. Gray rock. You know what I thought of the other day while I was listening? Like I'll put like I'll put like Pandora on like if I'm out by the pool and like just listen to like I'll type in like weird shit. Like I typed in surf jazz. And it was like the coolest station ever. And like I never thought like that would be like a thing, you know, but it is. That's yeah, that's like one of those nights you're gonna get to bed early and then it's like four in the morning you're still watching. It's like surf what about jazz. what is yeah. surf jazz? Like then you're like and then you're just like your brain goes off yeah. in this like direction. And then you become one of the people like, I'm gonna start a surf jazz band. Yep. Well if you have any surf jazz, open mic, Kirby Park, <laughs> six yes. to nine. So you guys have uh, a bunch of original songs. How many how many songs do you think you have uh, together so far? Probably about two thousand. <laughs> um we write a lot um, and record a lot on various devices, but we have a hard time going back and reviewing them. Um, most of all of our original stuff is freestyled within practice. Drev will start a riff or I'll start a riff and it will just build off of it and then I do better with lyrics just like kind of close my eyes and feeling the music and then coming up with these stories that have certain like meanings in them um i don't know if a lot of them are influenced by my life but there's a lot of different things like if someone said something to me i might throw that in a song and work it off on that but um yeah i'd say we probably have about six 
solid ones that we we keep going back and forth but there's about a hundred that we keep saying we're gonna go pick these pieces out of this and that mm -hmm. but you know like an original song I write today might not sound the same tomorrow so we'll just keep writing new ones but uh, mm -hmm. yeah I'd say we have about six to eight that we play consistently um, at a show we try to sprinkle them in with cover songs just because I don't know I mean people seem to like the original songs yeah. but um, you know we, people are always like well do you know this song do you know that song so you kind of have to feed into the crowd and like the atmosphere to take their attention yeah sure and people that are drinking they want to dance and they want to sing to the top of their lungs songs that they know so um, with our original songs I mean some people know them but um, I don't know I think it's 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 a good mix I'd say so well, how do you choose what songs that uh, you want to cover or what, what do you think uh, you know people respond to um, I'm doing all the talking. I feel bad. These guys. No, yeah, feel free to jump in. With like the well, with the originals for a while, when we were practicing, we would just put a microphone in the middle of the room and record the entire practice, and then um, later go back to it. Actually, Gleeze was the one who'd go back through GarageBand and cut everything, um, and he'd put it on put it on CDs, and then each one of us would have a CDs for for two weeks. And we're listening to the same stuff over and over, and you know, then when we come back to practice, we all have like we've heard that song three times. Yeah. We played it only one time, but we heard it five times. So yeah. sometimes we're able to jump right back into it. Sometimes not so much. Mm. But um, as far as cover songs, it's usually, it's usually if somebody, somebody knows a base, the bass line or the, a riff of a song, we start with it and. Yeah, we, just uh, learn, learn the words. Yeah, try we, to we, we try to uh, <laughs> we try to mix it up. Like there's like we all like different types of music, but there's some that we intertwine, I guess. And with that, we'll mix it up. Like we'll do the band and and Bruce Springsteen and 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 like and then take it to MGMT and Alabama Shakes. So it's like. A wide range like we we don't limit ourselves I know some bands they have their classic like um, you know they'll play like I don't even know um, but, but uh, we took we try to spice it up so if we'll play like a Johnny Cash and then we'll go into Alabama shakes or something that like is two different age types but they're all songs that people probably would still resonate with them yeah and then there's sometimes that people never heard the song, but we just really enjoy it. So it's kind of like, I love when someone shows me a new new song. I think it's the best thing, and I overplay it until I can't listen to it anymore. But so I feel like we do that sometimes. If we like a song, we'll introduce it to the set list, and sometimes we'll get people to be like, well, is that original or is that a cover? And then they learn a new song through us, but it's not ours. But, um, <laughs> So yeah, it's just kind of like a mix, but I think it's fun. I mean, we do SOB um, by Nathaniel Ratcliffe, and oh yeah, that's a fun one. That's yeah, really fun. Oh, you got a, you got a rowdy bar. That's a fun one. Yeah, that sounds like an old song, but it's not, right? Yeah. Right. It's got a little country yeah. in it. There you go. There you go. That great man. Yeah, but that gets that gets uh, the crowd involved, and uh, yeah, people like that song. Yeah, I, I love taking the mic stand off the mic and getting people to sing. Um, with me, I know 
a lot of people don't do that. Sometimes it's hard to get them to stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, depending on where you're at. Just let it go. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just jam it. Let it roll. Like, okay, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, we were playing No Diggity once, and our friend uh, Mike Carney came up on stage, and he would not stop saying, hail, hail, hail. <laughs> For like 10 minutes, we just kept playing. <laughs> like, just let him go. He's like, all right, we're going to have to cut a few songs, because this is going to go longer than we expected. I bet he had fun, though. Yeah, he had a great time. He, he talks about it all the time, so. <laughs> he made a memory, so that's important, I guess. So what inspires your uh, your original songs? And you said you mentioned you know things that people say to you. You know what what, what other are there uh, you know personal things that you kind of put in there or you know what what? Uh... Um, I think uh, there's a lot of different things. It really depends on the day for me. Actually, um, if I'm having a good day, you know the song might be a little bit more brighter. <laughs> or if I'm having a shitty day. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to set up, but no, yeah, you can. Go ahead. Uh, then it'll probably be a little, <laughs> a little darker. But I, uh, I don't know. I kind of think that. like in senses of, um, like generalization of emotions on people, like uh, different situations. I know a lot of people sing about love and uh, breakups and stuff like that, but I try to sing about that, but in like a different creative way like our one um, line in XOXO is uh, there's caterpillars in my belly waiting to turn to butterflies and the whole XOXO song is about when we're really little there's we're innocent we're all little innocent kids and as we grow up life kind of kicks you around and beats you up so you lose that innocence but you always kind of remember where you started from and you could take back those memories like, oh, well, I remember my first kiss and I remember when I used to like just hand paint on the walls and different things like that, where it's like you, as you grow, you learn those, oh, well, you can't do this, you can't do that. So it kind of pulls you into this robot. Um, but <clears throat> Machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, yeah, like, I, and I don't know, so just different things like that. And I mean... Uh, one time, <laughs> we have a song, Don't Let Go, and um, my ex-girlfriend... I'm laughing, I don't know why yet, though, but I know it's going to be good. Uh, it's good. <laughs> she would say, well, you made your bed now, you got to lie in it. So the one uh, verse in the song, I, I kind of incorporate that. Um, and she, I mean, she loves the song, so it worked out. Uh, but yeah, it's just different things. Like, uh, it's hard to explain, because like, even that song we just played, Mad Mad Woman, it was like at the end of practice, and everybody was burnt out, and I started playing that riff, and I just got into this mode and, and started singing about this Mad Mad Woman. Uh, and then like, as I create like a, a verse, then the rest of it kind of sprinkles out, and I could kind of make a whole story through that but um yeah so far i've been having fun with it uh i hope my lyrical spins don't run out because i enjoy doing it but uh yeah i don't know as long as somebody could relate to things that i'm saying or just sing them back to me while i'm singing them yeah. <laughs> that's all i really want so it's hard to like organize like with like art it's hard to organize or understand like why what actually does 
like motivate you to do something or say something or paint something or try to visualize something or sing something or create some kind of audio thing that people are going to like that's going to spo- that's supposed to kind of like rep- represent an emotion like it's really hard to really nail down like oh like what did this come from it's easy for some people to be like oh like I was pissed off so like I wrote like this angry song but sometimes it doesn't even come out like it's, it's not even like really it's relative sure. but the way that you express it isn't like yeah. The emotion that you're supposed to think you know what I mean yeah. does that make sense I know it's hard to explain but like with art it's just it's hard to nail down exactly where it comes from sometimes yeah I understand that sometimes no no sometimes it's, it's kind of like a like a whole ball of things you know things that that happen throughout your life things that yeah. happen at that moment you know whatever it's hard to dissect all the, it yeah exactly like I'll see stuff like point. that I'll see the art that people make, and I'll kind of know that they were going through something at that time, but their art doesn't necessarily represent it. Yeah. But if you kind of dissect it, like, and go into these little details and, like, the symbolism that it comes to, like, art and, like, all that, like, then you can kind of get really deep with it. But on, I feel like on a level, like, on a surface level of, like, writing songs and stuff, it's really hard to kind of nail down exactly where it comes from sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of like... Like you were saying when you were a kid, like that stuff, yeah. you know? It's kind of like a small piece in a bigger puzzle because... And that's why I always think it's funny when people are like, uh, well, who's that song about? And it's like, all right, well, it's not really about one thing. It's about right. multiple things that I've experienced or somebody's experienced that I've witnessed that I know how that person felt during that time and just kind of mixing that in together. But like making it appeasable for people to listen to. Yeah. And I think that even if there's one line that somebody really enjoys in a song, um, I mean, I think you've done your job that that, that line, it, and you know, people could spread that line all over the place now with social media. Media, if you see that on an Instagram post or something like that, you're like, all right, well that meant something to somebody. Um, so it's kind of just like, I don't know, you look at the little pieces and then all of a sudden you got this whole big piece and that's the whole song. But uh yeah, I just I love I love playing with these guys and when we get to do that and um that's why I open mic I think that's one way that like, you know, people could do that and express themselves and it's important to do that in front of other people mm-hmm. I think because if you're just doing it for yourself, you're just gonna constantly I don't know people just if it was me sitting in a room writing a song and playing for myself I critique myself to the point that I'd throw it out where if you take it and you present it to somebody and you get that little bit of feedback it makes you feel better and uh, you're like all right well, shit I could do this this is fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, it's encouraging yeah so I, I I love open mics and I hope I hope this is this, I mean, we're going to have fun. I hope <laughs> you guys have fun. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that's my, that's my two cents. I feel like <laughs> open so mics are so cool because you're just, you're basically just providing an atmosphere for people to be okay with themselves in, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, no matter what you do, like, even if you go up there and bomb, like, you're in an atmosphere that people are like, it's cool. Like, that's what we're yeah, here for, for you know what I mean? Like, we're all here just, like to kind of like be supportive of each other you know so like to be able to provide that for people I think is super important only on that level alone to grow and to progress but also like you said to meet other people and like yeah. to kind of like interact with other people when it comes to stuff that you've worked on by yourself 
mm. and you're not really sure if it's good or not. And it might not be. You might think it's great. You might not ever know not. that <laughs> until you come to another mic. You might also think it's terrible. Like, yeah. this, is, this is the worst thing that I've ever wrote. And then you put it up there and you're like, oh, people really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, or the opposite. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. So, uh, how, what do you? What is your uh, take on the local music scene here in the Wilkes-Barre area in general? Uh, the, the bands that you've met and the people that you've met here, and uh, not and not just the musicians, but you know the audiences as well. Uh, I could keep talking. <laughs> you guys have been so quiet. That's what I do. Play space, <laughs> play drums. Stay in the background. Um, I think it's, fall apart. I think it's foundation. been foundation. such a great experience. Just, you know, like I said before, putting yourself out there, meeting new people, and putting yourself in a situation where the lights are on you. You're going to make a, make a mistake, but that's when you grow. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like we've, some places, we've had, we had like one good show, we would have one good show, and then the next show, felt like was it, there. no one was there and it just <laughs> was really smoky and they were telling us to play 80s music and <laughs> we just felt like oh man this isn't like, working this right now this is not right those moments show. are great too though yeah, yeah. like are. I've like so when you're like with art and like the kind of all right, you're getting paid to do this. So, you know, it's still something you love to do but you're also getting paid to do. I found myself in situations like as a photographer like what am I doing here? <laughs> like, am I, like, is this, right. like, am I, like, maybe I'm not cut out for this, or, you know what I mean? But it's just those weird situations that you have to have, like, you have to experience to kind of be like, all right, maybe I won't do this again. Yeah. You know, kind like, that's the learning, and yeah. that's the putting yourself out there. Like, you, you guys had mentioned the uh, Tony's Wine Cellar uh, mm -hmm. shows. That, that seems to be an atmosphere that everybody seems to agree Helps oh, them out oh, and is yeah. great, and, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, kind of fosters people whether they've been doing this for decades or, or yeah. they're relatively new. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, Brett and Eddie they do a great job organizing it, and I don't know, there's something about Tony's Wine so you go down there and everybody, everyone's into it, into everybody. it, yeah. And it's like when everybody gets up at the end and joins, it's like, yeah, it's like musical bliss. It's like you're yeah. just at Dave Matthews concert with. The, orchestra playing in the background it's, it's like ultimate good vibes yeah it's just cool and like there seems to be a certain like similarity between all the bands regardless of what they play that we've run across um everybody's down to earth everyone's appreciative of using other people's gear they just want to hear the music and play i mean we've if it wasn't for mother nature's sons and john shimo letting us just open up for them. We would just say, you know, just let us play a couple songs, just because we wanted to get that, just be on a stage and do that. And for some other band that's that has their set list and everything set in stone, for another band to come in and be like, yo, can we use your stuff? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's really cool because if you you help them out, then you know they'll help you out, and it just carries the entire way, like. And if we didn't have these different experiences that we've had, we wouldn't have grown all together the way we have. And uh, I feel like our writing has gotten more tighter and better. And uh, it just all has to do with everything that you put into it and kind of what you give out. And 
um, just the way your attitude towards other bands and the way you present yourself and, and I just think if everyone's generous it's like your own little community yeah. music and if everybody helps each other out then you get a lot farther than being Mr. Well I'm better than those guys I want to play with them yeah. it's like no man everybody's just there's no room for that like I feel like in this area and like anytime someone is like that like there's no room for them you know like they kind of like I've seen people be dicks and I've also seen them be like just alright well we're not gonna work with that person and that's it eventually I think they ostracize themselves they do like that's like that would happen more so than like them just you like constantly having to be like deal with them right you know they kind of like people people aren't about that at all like in this area they will like just be like nah we're all set (laughs) you know yeah. So anybody, anytime someone is like that, I feel like that just gets kind of like handled on its own. Yes. Like you don't have to be a jerk to them. It just works itself out. Yeah, yeah. like it works itself real. out. They just need a little <laughs> ego drop. I'm gonna have yeah. more some lobster chocolate. Sure. That's yeah. right. Yeah, no, go I think for there's it. some in this one. No, there's oh. Right. oh, there is. There's plenty yeah, in this one actually. Fill that up. <laughs> Ringing endorsement for this tonight. Yeah, guys, beer boys. <laughs> Pouring all that yourself. <laughs> We're coming for you. <laughs> well, they they have seventy two craft beers on tap at all yeah, times, yeah. which is insane to it begin is. with. But yeah. uh, they switch them out all the time too. I think out, out of all those, I think sixty six <laughs> are rotating. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, like the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah, that was still good. <laughs> Here's this one. So what, what are the what are the goals for the band uh, going forward? I mean, you're still in that stage where. Uh, you know, you you, you want to obviously get an album out and things like that. Do you have a, a set idea of uh, how, when, and how you want to do that? And you know, what, what's what's the future beyond that? Those sound like plans. I'll yeah. Photos. Yeah, we need. Yeah, do we need uh, <laughs> I'll do your photos for you. We need photos. Sweet. We need uh, we need a bio. I, I did buy a website, but um, <laughs> I mean, I start stuff. It's just hard finishing it. Um, <laughs> But we do have plans. I mean, we I feel like we, we took a, a smart approach um, as to what we've we've set kind of goals like from the beginning. Um, and we've been consistent with practices Monday and Wednesday, Vine Street. So if you guys are you know, around the area, you know where to find us. <laughs> um, uh, but we set kind of consistencies and practices and with these shows and budgets, uh, so we're saving up to make a dope-ass album. Um, we have the material. Uh, we just don't have the patience to <laughs> sit down and, That's a key. and yes. record the album. So once we find that... Um, Do you have any ideas of where you want to um, record it? No, there, there's a few um, people that we're comfortable with. Um, it's just basically... Um, it's weird because we're such a live music band, even when we, we record the songs. Studio stuff's so different. Yeah. We were just talking yeah. about that. So it's yeah. like when you break us up, it kind of it diminishes the, the, the moment that we make the music, mm-hmm. I feel. So that's kind of where we're at. We're at that, um, all right, well, we might have to settle for something that might be or somebody that could record and get us all live um and us be really comfortable with do it. a live album yeah um hey, so yeah i mean we have the material i think it's going to be within the next year that we get it. i'm i'm i hope a couple, couple months yeah. just maybe comes down to time really 
That's yeah, because Dred broke his hand a little bit, and we took a little bit of a, a break right when we were we were planning on it, um, and then we all get anxious just to get up and play. So it's like sure, um, and do these open mic things. So that, I mean, it's summer. We don't really want to sit in a room and record. We want to be outside playing and having people hear us. But um, we do have Jordan Ramirez and Going Up Records uh, with um, Tune Fly. Um, they recorded our Mad Mad Woman video, and it's like, whew, it's beautiful. It's pretty nice. Um, yeah, it's on YouTube. I saw yeah. it. I watched it the other night. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. And it's cool. It's cool to see. It's cool to be able to, like, present that to people. And, like, it's funny, like, uh, like my friends from West Virginia, um, I'd go to a bouncer party, and they'd be playing that song and watching the video, and you're like, dude, you're the dude in the dude video. And, uh, it's cool. And they're like, man. like, And so they they look at me sometimes like I'm more professional than I actually am just because the video's really nice. But, um, yeah, I would love to have, we would all love to have just because I mean, every time we sit down to play music, I feel like we're getting better and better. Uh, I hope we are at least. Um, we might all just be going deaf. But, um, but yeah, so within the next couple months, I, I hope to, you know, for Christmas stockings, drop those puppies in, little Vine Street with your eggnog. Um, and your chocolate lobster red beer boys, guys. <laughs> Now, is this something that you guys want to do uh, for a living, or is this something that you guys just want to do on the side, or, you know, like, what's what's the overall goal there? I mean, I love it. It's the only time I'm, like, in the moment with my life. Uh, I do marketing during the day. I mean, it's, it's, it's fun, but there's something different about music that it's, like, it's one of those things that, you get paid a lot of money because you enjoy it. You don't get paid. Like, and I feel like that's something that I want. And it's not, I, I don't think we all, it's not really about the money to us. So that's a good thing. Because um, if it, that's the focus, I feel like there's more stress on it, which takes away from the actual There's music. pressure. Money sure. with money that comes pressure. So, I mean, I would love for someone to be watching Facebook Live right now, watch Mad Mad Woman, sign us, <laughs> and we'll be good to go. So, uh, get, get a case of chocolate crowlers. Crowler. Crowler. Chocolate crowlers. My country, chocolate my country accents. <laughs> go on the road. <laughs> but that's for me. I'm going to let every everybody wants to talk on this one. Sure. For me, I just... Um, I haven't been playing guitar for very long. It's probably like close to five years now. So any type of progress for me is is awesome. So um, ride it out, see how far it goes. If I, no matter if I'm getting paid or not, I'm gonna go home and play guitar. So because uh, I enjoy it that much. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> Next. All right. <laughs> Ditto. So, uh, uh, pretty much, uh, yeah, I've been drumming since I was about eight years old. So ever since I can remember, uh, it's all about, it's all I've ever wanted to do is just play music and perform in front of people. And my dream is to uh, tour the whole, like, the whole world and just play music for a living and just live comfor comfortably. And, uh, yeah, just, 
yeah, that's my main uh, goal in life is to do music for a living, nothing else. <laughs> Live on the road. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. No. Uh, actually, kind of ditto with that guy. We've been playing about the same amount of time. We literally both picked up the instrument when we started hanging out with Sean, and we had to pick the band. And we you had to, like, show all those girls that you do have playing. a band. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Like, we buy instruments. Yeah, we were single yeah. for a long time. <laughs> 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 instruments to be in the band. Uh, but no, we, um, like I said, we've been you know, playing for that long and stuff, but I'm, it's one of the most fun things I've done in my life. I mean, I've, I feel like I've done a lot of pretty cool hobbies from motorcycle racing to four-wheeling to, you know, whatever stuff, and this is by far the coolest high out of any of them. Getting out on stage and playing like that, it's, there's, you get so much more back and stuff like that. It's just so much more enjoyable. So I'm along for the ride as far as it'll take me. <laughs> yeah, and it is a serious high some nights, like... <laughs> When we get done playing, it's like hard to, to uh, it's hard to, to talk to people. You're sleeping I don't know if you guys like <laughs> ever been in that situation. Like even after this podcast, like I don't know if you guys finished up and you're like, what did we just talk about for an hour? <laughs> we usually like are blocking off like the cameras from outside, like the yeah. paparazzi. Right. And, like, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really. It's mostly just That's overwhelming. Hard. Yeah. Right. When we're done, yeah, yeah we just want to get out of here. It's like yeah, I can't, can't even go grocery shopping. Yeah, can't. Time for gotta wear those like yeah, golf glasses like, with the mustache. I have shit to do. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's what it's like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We see. I mean, I watch documentaries of people on the road and just laughing and doing dumb shit to each other. And <laughs> sounds great. Just right. Like enjoying and yourself. it's just, it's like, yeah, it's like those people get it, and then. uh I'm not saying like what we do now is, but um, I don't know. I just, there's just something about that piece of living in the moment, and if and every time we play, I feel like that's we're in that moment. It's mm-hmm. kind of like you find that Zen that people are looking for through yoga and all that. Um, that takes years. It's like you get on stage and those lights hit you, and you're playing for. Like, who knows how long. You can't even remember or feel your fingers, but they're doing what they're supposed to. And then you get off stage, and I think that's why the green room's important when we go to Jazz Cafe. It's because we need to literally, yeah, jump off that high. Um, Sometimes I go out into the crowd, and people are like, oh, hey, what a great time. And I'm just like... What? Where's the nearest door? People, people always like want to immediately talk to you as soon as you yeah. get stage. Even yeah, like right. while you're breaking down. Like I don't. Yeah. I'm not a musician. I never like played a show, but like I've seen it. Yeah, like, all the time. Sure. People and like a lot of friends have like you know said that like they're trying to just like unplug their shit and like people yeah. are like just like yeah. how about that all fucking bass solo? Like and everybody's just like dude, like not right now. Yeah. And then then you get then you feel bad because once you come up the higher like. Oh shit! Well, I was rude to that person. That yeah, person, you that don't person, realize, but, but like you're yeah. zoned, you're still yeah, in it's the like, zone. Yeah, it's like so. Sorry, guys. Everybody after shows that I completely walked by, but <laughs> now you know. So, just so that's why comedians. They, a lot of comedians walk right out the door. Right. Like after they're off their set, like they just they do not hang out. Like they're in the car out the door. That's it. Makes sense. Yeah. I think they have to like that's some sort of like mental like they're like okay. right. It's over. Yeah. 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 It's true. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the open mic is this Sunday uh, at Kirby Park, uh, six to nine. Uh, now, uh, Brittany, I saw your name on the poster too. How did you get involved with this? Um, so we were having a fundraiser 
uh, Donna Hughes uh, for the Preservation of the Arts Committee that I'm on um, with Patty Hughes, who's the events coordinator for the city. Mm -hmm. uh, I ran into Sean, and he came up with the idea, and he brought it to me, and he's like, can we make this happen? And I was like, yes, and we're going to, like right now. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> we're like, doing shots. So I'm like, yeah, we'll just consider it done. Like, we're done. doing it. So um, I hadn't, like, I didn't talk to him, I think, for like a couple of days after that, but I don't know if you had messaged me or I had messaged you. Uh, I might have messaged you and said, like, I didn't forget about, like, our conversation. <laughs> um, so I talked with, like, uh, my friend who works with the city and to see if that date, like, the, the pavilion could be rented out, you know? Uh, and reserved, and it wasn't reserved that day, so I was like, all right, we're doing it, we're just gonna go do it. <laughs> and that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't that long ago, was it? it was like... I just, I, I, it was their, I mean, it was just, like their idea, you know, mm -hmm. to do it. I just kind of like facilitated, uh, kind of like the hoops, yeah, I guess, that you jump like, through. And I made the flyer. Thank you for jumping the hoops. <laughs> yeah. And the flyer. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like a hoop jumper. We're not yeah, good no. at jumping. Yeah. It just like all happened like I'm like I'll talk to my people. Like I'm like you know <laughs> Yeah. I wasn't even gonna yeah. I don't even know how I'm, like I ended text up my friend. <laughs> it yeah, it just happened like that. Like I my friend texted me that I haven't seen in a while. She's like, I'm going to this benefit. If you wanna stop by, uh I was like, All right, I'll have a chicken nugget and watch some strawberry jam. Um Yeah. And so then Brittany was there and you know, you get drinking, and then the ideas start pumping. But I remember we, uh, we've we all talked about, like, yo, why doesn't anybody use that pavilion out in Kirby Park? Um, and the summer is just, like, a perfect thing, uh, perfect time. And then I was, like, thinking, well, the orchestra sounds great on the 4th of July. We could sound like that. Why not <laughs> do it? So, um, yeah, we had a couple shots. It made me happy that like I was the person to be like, all right, you know, maybe I'll ask Brittany. Like, she'll be yeah. able to, like that. That like makes me happy. That's that you I get do shit that. done. Like, yeah. I get shit done. Like, I'm like sometimes I'm like, all right, good. That's like a good way to be. Yeah. I'm like, am I like that? Because sometimes I don't get shit done. So like, here's you one got, thing I got, you got done. It. In this case, <laughs> yeah, got like, shit done. Yeah, it was chest. awesome. It just kind of like bing bang boom. It fell yeah, I was like, all right, we're just gonna do this. It was cool. Like, cause it's very simple to do things. Like, that's why I try to like make people understand. Like, in in the area, like, just go do it. You know, like, I want people to be like, oh, like, I, I did, like, an art show, uh, one of the first art shows I did, like, two years ago. I was like, I just want to do this so that other people do it, you know, so other people see how easy it is, yeah. you know, like, just so people could be like, oh, if I want to do something, I could just go do it, you know, like, I just, it's, it's cool to be able to, like, let people realize, like, it's not that difficult to put something together or, like, plan some little mm -hmm. event or, like, you know, you just have to have, like, that mentality that's just like, okay, I'm just gonna like try to see what I do to do that because it's not that hard. Yeah, and I feel like Facebook really pushes you to because yeah. like, as soon as we talked and I was like, I'm gonna post something. Yeah. You're like, all right. <laughs> so now people are gonna hold you accountable. Yeah, it's like, all right, people well, you, are reading yeah, this like shit. if you put it out there, I think the first you were like, should I post something? And I was like, maybe wait like one day. Yeah. I was like, like, just wait a second. I was like, you know what? Just go do it. I was <laughs> like, just do it because then we gotta do it. <laughs> then the wheels turn. Yeah, because like, then like people, you know. You try to be one of those people that, like, if you say you're going to do something, you do it. Yeah. Or if you put something out there, like, or if you're like, oh, I have this idea, and then, like, okay, now it's, like, taken form, you know? Like, you don't want to be, like, someone that's, like, full of shit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because then you'll never get anything done. Yeah, and then you just can't get anything done, because everyone's like, yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah, sure, we'll see that when it happens. Yeah. Well, it's happening Sunday, 69, Kirby Park then. Pavilion, hosted by us and Brittany. Are you coming? Uh, I will actually be working, so I can't. Oh, Sorry about that. Yeah. I'm going to take some photos for you guys that night. We could do some. Right, that way so you have cool. some. Very cool. 
Very cool. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, bring uh, whatever fireworks, legal or illegal. No, I'm just kidding. I, maybe I'm not. Um, <laughs> Kirby Park, set we'll them off. Yeah. We'll have a good time. <laughs> so that's actually a good way uh, to uh, to segue into uh, the last word segment tonight uh, before these guys uh, play another uh, song first quick. Uh, I had done a couple interviews uh, at the Warp Tour uh, a couple days ago uh, with some national bands. Uh, you can watch those. Uh, on our Facebook page, and I'm also going to post uh, the audio from those as well, because uh, with us doing them live uh, on, on Facebook, uh, our stream wasn't exactly the best on the mountain, which, I mean, everybody knows that you don't really yeah, get a lot of great signal up there and everything else, and they didn't have uh, uh, Wi-Fi uh, set up, so it was kind of tough to, to get it out there, but I do have all the audio recorded from them. And uh, particularly, I, I remember answers from uh, Big D and the Kids Table, who were from Boston, and uh, anti-flag who are from Pittsburgh and the uh, what I thought was interesting is is uh, I thought I'm gonna ask them since we are you know called NEPA scene I should ask them about what their scenes are like uh, to be able to kind of compare them and it was interesting because I didn't put any thoughts in their head I just said you know what what have they been like over the years how do they help foster you and then how did you uh, you know uh, how, how is it coming back to them years later because these guys have been doing this for decades now They've toured the world, things like that, and then to, to come home. And it was funny because uh, you hear the, they, they, they basically had the same things to say that everybody says about the scene here, that um, there, there, a lot of the venues they used to play are closed and gone, that uh, there aren't a lot of all-ages shows anymore, and that they used to grow up doing that and now they can't imagine what kids do now because there's nowhere for you to go uh, unless you're you know over 21 and stuff mm -hmm. like that which is good why you know there's events like like yours coming up and, and things like that too and uh, it, it, it just kind of dawned on me that essentially you like, like you had said you just have to go out and do it yourself mm -hmm. you can't just sit there and complain that things aren't the way that they used to be and lament that, you know, because things are always going to change, no right. matter what. Because decades before that, there were other venues were that were open and it. other bands and yeah. things that are long gone. And uh, so something's always going to come along and replace those. And I, I think it's, it's sad that people, I think, just kind of give up in general uh, without having to, without, without at least trying something different on their own. I don't know if you guys can speak to that at all, but uh, it just, it, it made me think anyway. Definitely. It's interesting that it, there was a kind of a, a common denominator between us and other play, like other scenes, you know, in the country, other areas where people are contributing. Yeah, not just just Pittsburgh, which is a few hours away, but Boston as right. well, and and, and like other I remember, like, like even just hearing about those scenes, like when I was a teenager, like I remember hearing about like the Boston hardcore scene and like the Long Island hardcore scene, and like I feel like even those were like one of the, some of the strongest scenes like around and now like you don't really hear much about it right you know i just feel like it's all relative though when it comes to like things going in and out of like in phases you know things come and go but you know one of the things big d said is you know now everybody thinks of like dropkick murphy's when they think of boston, boston yeah. and stuff like that so then that also kind of puts an idea of what people are expecting right you know mm -hmm. so then it might be harder for maybe somebody else to do something around right. here that that might be you know different from what people would expect yeah I think or the reality just, of it. I think like music is evolving so much. You have so many different tastes that it's probably harder for people to kind of like, oh, do we want to play with a punk band or do we want to play with like sure um, 
I think it's cool. Like we've done that before. We've played with people kind of that feels like maybe it's outside of our genre, but um, that's actually what they had said was one of the benefits of the Warp Tour is that they would meet up. people that they would never have toured with or even talked to otherwise, yeah. and said, "Hey, let's go on a tour after this," because they got along so well. And so now you're crossing fans over and things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing, too, is, you know, we're growing up in the iPod generation. You know, we're growing up in digital music and Spotify and things like that. In the old days, it was like you probably, you, you, okay, I'm, I'm this kind of music, so I'm going to go to the record store and buy this kind of music. Right. And so you're kind of only hearing one kind of music or surrounded by, by, by one kind of music. Whereas now I think there's there's no shame in that you know like i think people you even just you know growing up as a kid it was like okay you were a punk kid you were a metal kid you there's were no a, box yeah exactly yeah people don't it. think of it that way anymore they're not yeah. ashamed to say oh well yeah you know what i like i like this as well yeah like the skaters are playing football right so to speak. <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> or at least they can all they can all agree on uh you know what to play yeah, yeah we, we've even come across that but um I tend to say yes to everything, um, and uh, we were playing open mic night once, which is beautiful open mic, and these rappers came up to us, and they said, oh, we would love for you to uh, play our music, with." and we thought, all right, well, yeah, yeah. and uh, here they gave us a CD, and we had to transpose their rap, like, <laughs> electronic, like, beats and stuff to our music, but... It ended up being a blast. I mean, we had a great time, and we're good friends with all of them. Uh, and it's just one of those experiences that we wouldn't have come across if they weren't at open mic and we weren't at open mic. And uh, then we got to go back to the open mic and and let them perform their songs for the first time with instruments. So it was kind of like a mix. It was our first time playing for rap rappers <laughs> right and it was their first time playing with instruments so right it was a cool mix uh but yeah it was, I'm just that's why open mics and all these different genres it's like mix it up if you don't take the risk to try to do could all sit at each other's things, lunch tables yeah. you'll never know yeah. what could come of it um I'm killing so it. Just keep saying yes. Yeah. You are. Yeah. What are they? What are the, what's the analogies? <laughs> the gray the area. Gray zone. Gray rock. <laughs> gray country. You're super quotable. <laughs> and and uh, one of the things I thought was funny too is is uh, I got to to talk to Guar for a couple minutes at the end of the day. And uh, somebody kept commenting while while I was doing the interview. Why is this guy so serious? Like he's talking to a bunch of guys that look like they walked out of a video game. Or something. <laughs> it's 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 called you you, you don't try to out funny fucking guar. Like, <laughs> like I, I, stay I'm, in your lane. Yeah, ex- exactly. Stay in your lane. You play the straight man, and then that lets them be funnier. If I'm sitting there trying to make jokes that are better yeah, than their look, jokes look like and an stuff, asshole. yeah, not, not yeah. To, and to mention my questions consisted of things. What do you hate about humans the most? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, stupid shit like that, yeah. so that they, you know, it's to, for them to play off of, you know. But I, I thought that that was funny. And uh, one of the things that uh, I, I talked to uh, the drummer from Anti Flag, uh, who, who goes by Pat Thetic, and uh, he he uh, he asked, "How do we differentiate ourselves?" from you know fake news in in these days where everyone kind of labels everything as as fake or questions what you're doing and stuff like that and i said i i I actually gave the example of this show i said this allows us i feel to be a little more accountable 
right. because I think when people see a, a byline or something, they don't necessarily they, they they almost think that news is like generated by a machine somewhere. Right. You know that that someone isn't sitting down and actually you know typing all this stuff out. And I think that different, you know, they, they it, it separates them from the journalists. Right. And I think if, if people can see us and they know what we look like, then we can be held more held accountable well, for what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. Credibility and consistency, and like just being honest, generally speaking, you know, let alone like publicly, but you know, just as a human person. Right, like, like if, if people see that we're here, and, yeah. and you know, and 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 you know, like we uh, exist, and we're not like. Exactly, and I said even just going to shows has been incredibly important. Like when I went over the Keys uh, this weekend to see some of the bands, uh, you know, a lot of them I, I had known and stuff, and there were a few that that I didn't know, but I had written about in the past, uh, whether it was you know through a phone interview or through email and things like that. And they were so thankful to see me, and they were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're here and stuff like that." And I'm like, "You're like a real person, right?" And it's like, well, why is that? And I think that's it's because most media doesn't go beyond. There's no that. face to any media, yeah, outlet, exactly. Other than like commentators on like CNN, like that's different. But right. online publication, they, there's yeah, no. They, and they don't actually go out to the shows. You right. know, you see a lot of publicity for shows and writing about shows, but I, I think to to actually consider yourself part of what they're doing you have to actually be there you have to go out to the yeah shows, which is why I'm, I'm sorry i have to miss uh what you guys are doing because i would love to go wow well then hopefully there's more <laughs> yeah we should do it next month yeah oh done <laughs> done check that's fast i didn't i i didn't see, I, I i saw a lot of i uh, when when you you exit the the comments and go back, I, I can't see some of the earlier ones. I don't know if Gerard saw any that uh, particularly stood out, other than the people going chocolate lobster. That sounds fucking terrible. Which it's, 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 it's not. not. It's, very, it's very so good. good. It's I like four good. glasses. Guys. I typically don't drink dark beer because I I think it tastes like soy sauce yeah. more often than not, and I like this. Same. I, I'm not a dark beer. Person. Like I would dip my sushi in it, but I won't drink it. Yeah. I don't taste the lobster, but I wish I, I could. I taste a little bit of chocolate. I, it's actually yeah, very like light, like. Yeah, it's not as heavy. As how it looks. You, it's not as heavy as you would think. It's like light and it's good. Like yeah. it's not how you would expect it to be. It looks like oil, but it's it definitely doesn't taste like oil. It tastes like the sea. <laughs> it tastes a lot better. The chocolate sea. <laughs> and there's definitely a lot of highs, and uh, you know people uh, people will just saying hello. Yeah, saying hello, hello to you guys and stuff like that. Hey guys, so, um, thanks for saying hey and watching. And uh, oh, and shout out to, to Joe Craig. Uh, Joe Craig, you should come to this. Uh, he's a big open mic guy. He, he loves turn the camera on. So, so so please please come out <laughs> uh, uh, to this event because I think this will be really cool. Um, so I, I, if you guys want to want to close us out with uh, one more song, sounds good. Cool. All right. Thanks for having us. Thank, you, very much. Yeah. Thank you so much for being Thank here. Thank you. It was awesome. Cool stuff. This one's called XOXO.
Set up shop on the corner, fresh, squeeze lemonade, never tasted better. Innocent is our youth, finger painting found on the walls. We were all once said innocent too.
ask is our precious nervous blushing, crushing, whispering sweet nothings. Thank you guys. Good night. Thank you. Thank you.